blessed by our latest Word of the Week. Good morning, church. I just want to give you a quick encouragement. I know we've been talking about and studying stability in the Word of God, and we've specifically been going through a lot of the Proverbs, but, you know, I just got redirected a little bit today. I'm still want to talk about stability, but want to talk about it from a different perspective, from the Apostle Paul's perspective as he wrote to the church in Philippi. Now, just a reminder, as as Apostle Paul was uh, sent to the city of Philippi, he was supernaturally given direction to come to this city and to minister to these people, to bring the gospel to a place where there was no church. And so as he started planting that church in Philippi, there was a great amount of resistance there and he was put into to jail. And, you know, that's where we have the beautiful story of in the prison, Paul and Silas singing and the, the prison being shaken and the doors flung open and the jailer got saved. You know, this incredible testimony, but there was also an incredible pushback in this place, but it didn't stop him. You know, he planted this church And as he continued traveling around, now he is riding back to this church. Now this would still be a young church and this church needs strength and it needs stability. And that's what he is trying to sow into them. And where is he sowing into them from? He's back in prison. (laughs) You know, as he is back in prison here, we just see a perspective and an attitude that is incredible. And it just kind of gives us a great encouragement that no matter what is going on in the world around us, no matter what circumstances or situations are pushing, no matter what powers of darkness are trying to rise up and hinder God's church, this is the perspective we need to have. So, you know, I'm here in Philippians chapter 1, and in verse 12, Paul says, I want you to know, dear ones, what has happened to me has not hindered, but helped my ministry of preaching the gospel, causing it to expand and spread to many people. So that resistance of the enemy on this church, no, on any church, no. It can't hinder it, it can't stop it. It's only gonna help it. (laughs) And he goes on to, to speak about some specific situations Then I'm gonna pick up here in verse 22. He says, so here's my dilemma, each day, I live means bearing more fruit in my ministry, yet I fervently long to be liberated from this body. That word for liberated, it actually means to fold up a tent and depart. That is how Paul saw his body. A tent to be folded up and kicked to the side because he's out of there. It's not who he is. He didn't live by his flesh. He didn't pay attention to what his flesh was saying and that's why he never got stopped. He said, enjoined fully to Christ. See, we, we get at that full joining together with Christ when we are apart from this body, from this earthly earth suit, this tent that we live in. He said, that would suit me fine. But the greatest advantage to you would be that I remain alive. So you can see why I'm torn between the two. I don't know which I prefer. Yet deep in my heart, I'm confident that I will be spared so I can add to your joy and further strengthen and mature your faith. When I am free to come to you, my deliverance will give you a reason to boast even more in Jesus Christ. And here in verse 27, whatever happens, come what may, you, you keep living your lives on the reality 
of the gospel of Christ, which reveals him to others. Then when I come to see you or I hear good reports of you, I'll know that you stand united in one spirit, one passion, celebrating together as conquerors in the faith. That's what he's expecting to see. That's what we are here to be. And then you will never be shaken or intimidated by the opposition that rises up against us. He is declaring that over his people. There is persecution coming against this church. They are being harmed. They are being hurt. They are being, you know, made fun of. There is all sorts of resistance all around him. And he says, you will not be shaken or intimidated by this opposition. Because as it rises up against us, your courage will only prove as a sure sign. Your courage is proof of God's power. It's a sure sign from God of their coming destruction and that you have found new life. For God has graciously given you the privilege not only to believe in Christ, but also to suffer for him. Now look, guys, we're not going to get in the ditch here and think that suffering for Jesus has anything to do with sickness or poverty or all the curses. No, it's one thing. It's persecution. When we suffer for him, it's because we're having to go through some trials and tribulations to serve him, to honor him, that there's powers of darkness coming against us. But come what may, we're not backing down and we're not being shaken. For you have been called by him to endure the conflict in the same way I have endured it. For you know I'm not giving up. And that should be such an encouragement to us in the day we live in and the days that are coming ahead. We're not giving up. Paul is in prison writing this. I'm not giving up. You know, we've got to have some perseverance. We've got to have some stamina. We've got to have some strength. So this is our time, guys. This is our time to, to prepare ourselves to, to draw on that strength that is in Christ, to be so fully in him. Nothing shakes us. Nothing worries us. Nothing stops us. And that's the stability that we have. That's the stability that Paul was speaking of here. And it's such an honor and a privilege to serve our King, our Lord, that nothing, nothing can get in the way of it. We see our our eternal perspective. This earth suit's going to go away one day. We're not going to yield to our flesh. We're going to yield to the Spirit of God and be led by it.